0: Hello, everybody. This is Catherine M. Laub, your turquoise angel guide from the Celestial Spoon, which feeds your soul. I welcome to you to today's episode of the Celestial Spoon podcast and thank you for taking the time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guest. I am an author and speaker about mental illness, psychic and medium, spiritual advisor along with being a wife, mother, grandmother, and a great-grandmother. You can find my free report, Seven Ways to Know Your Angels and Loved Ones in Spirit, are with you on my website at www.KatherineMLab.com, and that's spelled C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-M-L-A-U-V. If you are interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can sign up through my website. We can talk on the phone, through Skype, email, or if you're local to Lake Ronkonkoma, New York, in person. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. I am thrilled today to be interviewing Lily Sanders. Lily Sanders' life experiences adversity, talent, sense of humor, and intense compassion has gifted her a purpose to write, influence, and coach others. As a magazine columnist, Lily inspires thousands while writing her own powerful book. Her newly international released book Truth to Triumph, a spiritual guide to finding your truth, has already begun transforming lives. Lily grew up in a domestically violent home and used ballet class as her sanctuary. That became a springboard to a successful career as a dancer, TV and film actress, Broadway performer, and later successful multiple franchise owner but domestic abuse followed her along into adulthood, risking her life and that of her son. Until she took the steps to learn to love herself unconditionally and connect with the source of power of love, today she is a highly successful coach in New York helping women live fully empowered, happy lives. I'm really excited to introduce you to Lily and look forward to learning more on how she helps others. Hi, Lily. It's great to be speaking with you.
1: Hello, Catherine. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, and I really look forward to learning a lot about what you do and how you help others. And I'm also glad that you're here because I love that you help people both in their business and personalized. So that is a, um, a powerful message that anybody listening to the call knows to, to listen for to the pieces of which way to be guided by you. Yes, So of is course. there anything, Yes. Is there anything interesting going on in your life?
1: Um, well, uh, we're both, we're both in New York, uh, you and I, so as you know, we're having a big nor'easter and that is what's going on at the present moment, uh, outside of this lovely conversation that we're having. (laughs)
0: Um, yeah,
1: um, I am also, um, just kind of excited to, uh, things quiet down a little bit. A lot of times when, you know, we have these storms, it brings people to a place where they kind of get calm and quiet. They don't go out and overextend themselves. You know, where if there was not this big storm outside, uh, people would be running around and trying to kind of overachieve things for the day. When I say overachieve, meaning they put too many things on their list. And when we have weather like this, uh, really just the only things that are really, really uh, not so much important, but the one thing that they really would like to accomplish, you know, they'll do that without letting all of the other minutia get in the way.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know,
1: instead of all these things you throw into the pile of things for the day, it makes you really, really contemplate, what do I really need? What do I really want to do today? <laughs> you know, what do yeah. I really need to have to really do? Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. And for me, after we finish our conversation, is going to get back to something I just started yesterday, is reorganizing. And I'll share a little more about that in a little while. So now I pulled, a, I pulled a card for you. And it's from the Mary, Queen of Angels, Oracle deck. And the name of the card is Signs. I watch for, notice, and trust the signs that heaven continually sends. And it's Mother Mary holding a baby on the right side of the card. I guess the left side. (laughs) Um, And then, then I'm looking at it reversed, I guess. Then... Right after that is an angel holding a long pole with a torch on the top, and then the opposite side is a man doing a painting of this vision. So immediately the painting itself drew my my attention, and I'm curious if you, at times like today, take the time and do some sort of painting or drawing or coloring.
1: Um. N- no, actually. Um, hmm.
0: Not okay, particularly. So, no. Okay. So it's it's drawing my attention, like I said, to that. So um, mm-hmm, maybe the focus mm-hmm. is more of journaling and keeping things um, on paper and mm-hmm. you notations know, of what you need to do for the future.
1: Okay. Well, then. I you know I I write every day and okay. I research I research every day whether okay.
0: it's
1: snowy, sunny, rainy. Um it's what I do, it's what I love to do and I do that in between um my my sessions with pe- with with people. So, um you know, I mean I suppose you could look at that as uh, creative. Um, right. You know, Uh, I, uh, it's very funny. I do, uh, growing up, I was quite the artist and I, I always say that, um, maybe this spring I'll buy an easel and get some canvas and, you know,
0: go to the park and
1: start painting. Yeah. So it's a, you know, painting is, is wonderful. It's a great outlet.
0: Okay, so that's why I was drawn to it. So the message is that this is a sign for you to start doing that again. Uh-huh, and, okay. Oh, I'm also hearing that you may be able to teach others how to paint. Is that something that you might want to do?
1: Never never came across my mind or heart. Not really. I, I, you know, in... In the world of art and expression, uh, I grew up ballerina and a dancer. And at one time in my past, um I used to teach dance. I used to have my own studio, in fact. Okay. so um okay. but it's um as far as painting, no, I never really uh, thought to teach any uh, anyone painting at all. Interesting. Okay. very interesting.
0: I know, it's interesting, because that's what they're they're telling me to focus on, is this painting. So, Hmm. um, very interesting.
1: Could the the painting represent something that's more um, um, of a spiritual canvas instead of something physical?
0: It can mean that, too, yes. It could be the focus of something different coming your way instead of everything that you've already experienced and started working with. Hmm. So I think that's yeah. why we're being drawn to it because it's mm-hmm. like it's, it's being painted on the canvas and it's proving that you have a change going forward. Hmm. If, if it's just taking up painting yourself here and there again or if it's focused on, okay, now there's going to be a little bit of shift and something new is going to come in that you never expect it to be.
1: Right. Well, what I was what I was looking into doing about I guess about a year and a half ago um, was the option of um, down the road uh, once I start painting again to paint because I used to actually paint murals too. I painted murals in my nephew's rooms and everything, my son's room. So, yeah, uh, so it is definitely something that I love to do, uh, okay. but I did look at uh, the opportunity, you know, the option anyway, moving forward of, of beginning to paint um, visual things for people, uh, clients, or just, uh, uh, just people even that I don't know that come to me that uh, would promote healing. So painting murals um, that would promote healing in their homes, their apartments, in the um, the business um, world to you know promote um, positivity, to promote um, focus, to promote calm and peace. You know, in different offices, depending on what kind of what kind of um, business it is, whether it's a doctor's office, whether it's a financial firm, whether it's uh, insurance firm whether it's a, a spa you know or someone that's looking to heal from cancer um, I'm real big on that I'm real big at visuals and people looking at visual things on the walls and and actually drawing healing uh, components from that okay
0: so that's why it was focused on the painting
1: okay great that's- well that's wonderful
0: Yes, that sounds wonderful. So it's a confirmation that this is something that is going to take that shift in your life. I'm thrilled mm, interesting. about that. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Wonderful. Okay. So I want to talk immediately about your book because I'm having the sense that you wrote the book and then started sharing a lot more. And I have the name of your book is Truth to Triumph a spiritual guide to finding your truth. So I know your um, your life history is what sparked you to write this book, so can you share more about it? Sure.
1: Um, well, what I did was uh, I wrote Truth to Triumph because I felt that if I didn't, everything that I went through, all of the pain and the suffering, that it would all go in vain. So knowing that there was a purpose in all of it, to help other people avoid similar, you know, unconscious life situations or change their current unhappy life situation. For any listeners today, is what gave me the motivation to write it. And I also felt a strong pull uh, for yeah. anyone that's listening today or anyone that's picking up this book and reading it um, to be a voice um, for those people that are in bad situations that have not found their truth and uh, have not found their voice. Um, And initially I was thinking that I would title it, don't let this happen to you, but um, you you know, look, I have some great, there's a lot of inspiring, great stories in here as well. But I, um, you know, the stories that I tell are so raw that I would never want anyone to go through what I did or want anyone to put another person through what I experienced for that matter. Um, so the day that I sat down to write it, the first thing that I typed was the title. And, and a lot of authors don't do that. But I did. Uh, I sat down and I just typed Truth to Triumph. And when I tell you, uh, Catherine, that came directly from spirit. That came directly from God. And I just wrote from there. And, um, you know, this book, uh, you know, I, it, it, it's it's. It's not just for women. It's not just for anyone that's been in a domestically violent situation. This book runs the gamut of everything from school situations in high school with teachers and um, and and different experiences on the school bus in in the suburbs. And um, I talk about Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus when I was a showgirl. I talk about. Um, Uh, I was in Hollywood working as, um, on Ed McMahon, Star Search uh, on Star Search with Ed McMahon. I talk about, um, divorce situations. I talk about, uh, raising, uh, your children, uh, the right way as a co-parent, co-parenting. This book is about, uh, loss. I mean, there's so much in here. So the reason I tell some of my stories is to shed light on those who are currently in a dark place. I mean, we would not be human if we didn't find ourselves in a dark place at one point or another in our life. So this book is for everyone who breathes life. And um, so that's why I did this, you know, and um, I, it's interesting because, you know, my upbringing, uh, you know, was in this home where I was raised, um, my siblings, my mom, my dad, uh, my dad was, was a violent father and my mom was very, very timid, uh, on and off depressed. and. Um, there are a lot of challenges to overcome, but I was definitely that little girl, I had dreams, I have had these, you know, fabulous dreams and aspirations. And, um, I, you know, I realized a lot of those dreams by the age of 23. So there's a lot of, you know, a lot of vision for people that do have, uh, tenacity and drive and it teaches them how they can push through, um, and, and rise above it. The interesting, really interesting twist in, is that when I was on the road to what I felt that was my purpose at the time, auditioning, I was I was working off Broadway on stage. I was I was even a day player on in One Life to Live. Um, all of a sudden, I took this 180 pivot onto what I call the path left of center. That's actually the name of one of the, one of the titles of, um, of a chapter, the path left of center. And that was when, you know, there was like a 17 year span where I was just really living life, traveling, dancing, acting. Then all of a sudden I, I, I fell into this. Uh, I don't know. I, I just got involved in just, you know, a very bad marriage. And, um, Uh, it's interesting because I always say, you know, when, when that universal two by four whacked me over the head and I was flat on my back, that was when I had that awakening, you know, that aha moment. Um, so, you know, but in in all seriousness, uh, they were really all life lessons that got me exactly to where I am today. And I am in a fantastic place.
0: It all sounds so wonderful. You've been so well-rounded in so many different things. And I feel myself to write a book and share the experiences is very powerful because so many people out there experience negativity in some form or another. And what happens is they don't want to speak up because, oh, people don't want to hear what I'm going through. But the truth is people do want to hear it, especially people like me and you, because we want to guide them to the right support that will help them and live a better life. So my words Mm -hmm. just like, they're very raw. And I feel that's a big thing now because when people read it, they say, oh, my goodness, they went through that. So, yes, I can also accomplish. And I love that fact about all the stories in your book
1: hmm exactly I mean um what's interesting is um the way I wrote the stories you know I wanted to make sure that I was not telling uh, I, first of all I had to really be mindful of what stories that I was going to put in here because it's not a biography it's not an autobiography um, right by any stretch of the means uh in fact at the end of at the end, I, uh, toward the end of the book, I actually, um, in the chapter contribute, I actually, uh, went to, uh, El Salvador and I, um, interviewed two women that had very, very, um, sudden, uh, sad, sudden losses in their life. And then I interviewed another young woman from Rhode Island who had, a completely different sudden loss in her life, and so I put these their stories in here too. but now, you know uh, so that said, initially, I imagined that this book might be a, like a compilation of some of my memoirs and whatever um, that would give people glimpses into you know these secrets and these wounds that I carry. But I felt for a brief moment. I felt it would be paramount for me to uncover all of these truths and all these ugly, you know, unhappy stories as, as ugly as they may be judged. But then, you know what, Catherine, something really stopped me. I, you know, something was still very unsettling inside of me and I acted on that intuition. I got very still. I wanted to really determine why telling these stories would be paramount. And you know, would it be paramount for me or for my readers? I wanted to be really, really, super certain that the stories I chose to reveal in this book, truth to trial are written to serve others are not in a service of my ego or the collective ego for that matter. Uh, so I, you know, um, and it's a big difference. It's not like, it's not like the, the story I don't tell anything through, through my ego at all. And, and you'll see, as you read the book, I, I used to believe that, you know, the truth can encompass all these tragic flaws in life, you know, within ourselves, within others, different experiences we've encountered. However, what I discovered uh, in the past years was that truth is not found in stories. The events and the happenings are all in the past. Okay? We know that. Even yesterday's experience is the past. Now, the stories are what we add to our experience. The stories may may be relatively true, but they're not your truth. They can't diminish your truth in any way. The only thing that is absolute is your truth. And that's what I want my readers to understand. And even the listeners, you know, I've been on this radio tour, and I really want listeners to understand that. And what do I mean by that? You know, what is absolute is pure. It is, it's complete in its independence from any experience that you've encountered, any happening or any event. It's what arises. And this I say in truth to triumph, it is what arises in its own space after the exhale of an experience. So yeah, the, you know the stories you know that I share are true in here. But what I do is I uncover the absolute secrecy about these stories. You know, I, I, we look at these truths that are hidden and covered beneath the layers of these stories. Um, so it's, you know, I, so I unfold, you know, of course, what's relatively true about them, but, but truth to triumph really explodes that underlying, um, uh, the, the, the underlying nuances, if you will, that I experienced after these different experiences. So, you know, and that realization is consciousness. So as most of the stories involve a lot of hurt, a lot of deep hurt, you know, from loss and um, hurt, separation, disappointment, everything, you name it, from, from a past event, I removed that part from the story. I moved all the hurt from the story. I moved all the betrayal that I was feeling from the stories. I removed it all from the stories, and I look at the reality of what was left. So in doing this, what was left was the event without the judgment, the event without the commentary and the mind going on about it. You know, that's, that's usually stored in our minds. So basically it's the event without the hurt. It's the event without the judgment, you know, it's, which is different. It's different to look at a story that way. So what I found was that, you know, most of our hurt, it all stems from, you know, us feeling either, you know, maybe being diminished, betrayed, let down, you know, um, put down by someone or something, some circumstance, um, you know, we all have our own experiences. But then what we do is we add our judging on top of it by thinking, you know, what it should have been or what it could have been or this, you know, or, you know, and now look what he did or now look what she did and blah, 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 all of this stuff, you know, but mm-hmm. a sense of love and trust, and loyalty, you know, suddenly, yeah, suddenly will, um, like, dissolve and leaves you feeling cut when you keep, like, dwelling on the story. There's there's a chapter that I have in my book. um, I talk a lot about letting go of our stories, Um, not to say you shouldn't, oh, you know, talk about some things, or, you know, I mean it in a completely different way. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, like when we continuously talk about, you know, again these added unhappy stories, things in our past, we wind up trapped in them. And when we're trapped in our stories, that's how we create our own suffering. You know, yeah. everyone's going to experience pain in their life, no matter what. You know, we all experience pain. We all have lost. We all have, you know, um, we all experience separation. You know, we, it, it, it's biological. But what we do with our pain is is what is key, because we can really use that pain and and transform it or transfer that energy into peace, and if, instead of instead of suffering. When we don't, when we're not in that peace zone slash love zone, we're suffering. We can't have one without the you know, or the, we can't have both. We're either going to have peace in this situation or we're going to choose to suffer. And that's big. That's a big thing to, to, you know, to learn.
0: Yes, most definitely. It took me a lot of years and even through writing my stories to recognize that, yes, these are events in the past and I chose to keep them in the past as far as my personal life, and move forward in a positive way, but I share those stories so people recognize, look at where I am now, and you can do it too.
1: Exactly, and that's why we do it. We contribute our stories as almost like a uh, a gift, uh, almost because we we need we need to contribute our stories in such a way that we're bringing them to a, to oh, we're kind of bringing them into this portal, this road back to love and finding love and finding self love and returning back home to love. And when people say, Oh, and how do we do that? By the way, Captain, is we're doing that because we're showing people that we all that, that I say this all the time. I say this all over truth to triumph that, that, that pain, is not your individual burden we all have it so if we can share some of our stories and some of our pain and how you know we came out of suffering not only are we giving them insight and inspiration that they can do it too but we're also pouring this wonderful compassion over them like i call this shared compassion because now they say oh Oh, they went through something like that too. Or if they went through this and I'm going through that, I can overcome it just like they did, right?
0: Exactly. hmm Exactly, and that's no, what my to.
1: No doubt. Yes. Wonderful.
0: Lift the world.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we
1: need to contribute with, with the world, uh, and and you know we. You know we do it by serving others you know even in the workplace we don't need money to contribute we need to contribute love and that will begin with self-love of course and then love and compassion toward others and it's those simple things you know the subtle acts of love and kindness that really can change the, you know, the, the vibrational energy of love on this entire planet
0: exactly yes and I feel there are a lot more people like you and I that we are reaching out in these ways to make, make a change in the world, where even if you look like five years ago, people were just kind of being dormant and going through their steps of lives, but not really living them. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a big shift in the world. Do you feel it?
1: Oh, there's definitely been a big shift. Uh, right? 2017. 2017 was proven to be a huge shift and um um you know it's interesting because people you know a lot of people tend to focus on the bad that's going on the negative energy that's going on but let me just let me just tell everyone there is so much more positive that the energy is is rising the vibration is is getting so much more powerful. When I say the vibration, meaning that vibration of love, there's a lot of good going on. You know, if you just focus on the good, you will just have amazing moments and amazing days um, and, and not focus on the bad. And it's a little bit difficult to not focus on the bad because, look, we have the media, you know, the, you know, mm-hmm. the stories that we see in the media on television and on, on radio and, you know, the news in particular... You know, it's after a while. It's like one story after the other. The more unsufferable, the better. But that's right. we, we want to go in the other direction, folks. We really, really, there's so much. There's so much more of a conscious shift that has taken place, and because there's just you know, each one of us, all connected together, are you know, uh, we're getting the word out uh, globally. I mean, I even uh, you know, I I work with people globally. I work remotely, and thank God for. For modern technology because you know uh, we're we're able to do that you know uh, once in a while there's a technical hiccup but Mm -hmm. but for the most part you know for me to be able to to work with people successfully Skype or you know I I have my own also video uh, chat room where I can work with people in England Uh, it's amazing uh, I could work with people on the West Coast. I could work with people in the Midwest. I could work with people down south. I mean, it is absolutely, uh, it's just, I have so much gratitude for that. You know, I've been, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of, uh, I don't know if you know this, I don't know if I told you, Catherine, but, um, you know, aside from being an author and a speaker and, and coaching, uh, a lot of my coaching has been coupled up with healing sessions because I'm a Reiki master. So okay. I do energy healing. Yeah. And so my energy, uh, I kind of specialize as a Reiki master. I do distance work. It's one of my specialties and I love doing it. So, you know, this, because, you know, physical distance does not matter in the practice of Reiki. You know, just like all energy healing, Reiki can be sent through time and space. So you don't have to be, you know, in front of that person, uh, with that person. But I do that a lot, which I really, really love doing that. I do these sessions, uh, with people. I coach them, uh, remotely, uh, on video. And, and then I do at the same time, I, we can, you know, we, we wind up, you know, we can always add Reiki sessions and I do distance healing, which I really love because, you know who doesn't want healing? And when I say healing, healing is really is body, mind, and spirit. So we we're healing emotionally. We're healing physically. Um, there's a lot of pra- physical practical healing that I do very successfully with the reiki, and and sometimes that coupled with some emotional healing is is very very uh, powerful. And and people, um, you know, we're able to start see seeing life transform. And it's a it's a wonderful thing, you know. The world is becoming more conscious and more healthy.
0: And as you said, it's the technology that's helping so much because if somebody oh, sure. in a country that's not usually um, accessible to people, that can work with them in person, they just have to sign online and and work directly with somebody across the world. And it, that really is, I believe, a big difference. Why we're making changes.
1: Exactly, no doubt.
0: Who are the perfect people that you would help?
1: Uh, The perfect people, (laughs) that's funny, the perfect people. Um, Mm -hmm. Those people that are in a place in their life, man, woman, young adults, uh, I have even worked with uh, uh, some teens as well that are really ready to take a shift in their life where they are willing to go beyond um, where they are today. You know, some people, um, some people are not feeling like real inner happiness you know, and success. Uh, although they may be very, very, very accomplished, um, there's there's a difference, you know. So, you know, uh, I help a lot of the already accomplished person actually go deeper and find true inner happiness and success. And, um, you know, most, a lot of people, not all, but there are a lot of people, those people that really, you know, are seeking desire, in fulfillment at surface level but they don't really feel truly satisfied that's like a great client for me um you know because i'm you know i'm that person that helps people find that that inner happiness is within their reach and i help them find their who a big thing of what i do is you know discovering who am i and um that's as far as the personal growth um so business growth, my, you know, my market is really helping those that are an already accomplished person and already, um, uh, you know, successful business that wants to go beyond the next level. You know, I give them strategic business steps that, you know, don't just line up. I, I, they need to really, start putting that domino in place. And, again, it's first the, like, personally, when we say, who am I? And then when in business, what am I? What is it exactly that I want to, you know, to do? What is, what is the one thing, you know, one thing that I can do um, where everything else will become easier or even unnecessary? So it's all about really strategic business steps um, uh, that need to be taken and lined up by setting that first domino, uh, in motion. Um, so there's, you know, a lot of, which is just kind of like a lot of that, basically, um, anyone that is willing to really ready to just awaken their dormant potential that, that's my, that's my ideal, uh, market. Anyone that is willing to, they're ready to take that shift. They're ready to just awaken that dormant potential and, and, and go much, much deeper. I mean, honestly, no matter how successful that we are or how complete we feel in our relationships um, or um, our businesses, we all have areas in our life that we can, that we can use enhancement. So, you know, it's, many times it's for someone it's their health. You know, is their physical and mental energy level the best that it can be? Um, Maybe someone needs enhancement counterbalancing their career. Um, Maybe someone needs to um, counterbalance their career with their loved ones, you know, uh, those workaholics that, you know, never make it to their kids' soccer games or they never really take their wife out for that, you know, once a week date. Um, or, you know, and also those people that really, I, I, I ask, you know, some of those people that don't know how to shut the chatter off in the mind, you know, have, have you mastered quality downtime for yourself? Do you even know who you are? Who are you without these labels on you? Who are you, you know, without, you know, uh, Mm
0: -hmm. without
1: your business, without you, without your suit, without your truck, like whatever it is that you do, who are you really, you know, mm-hmm. does your career feel like work, or is your career guided by your purpose? Um, that's that's a big one. That that I do that for a lot of people, a lot of ont- successful entrepreneurs that maybe await are looking to take some kind of pivot in in their in their business. Uh, and and the big one is, can you use spiritual enhancement? I mean, are you doing things that serve your highest self? You know, are you right. fully aware of the consciousness of the soul as it plays out in this physical world. So basically, you know, um, my tagline is unlock the magic because I Mm -hmm. just really feel that we really need to unlock the magic within and awaken that dormant potential. You know, I, I, I'm the one that bridges the gap, you know, between where you are today and where your highest potential awaits.
0: And I, I would like to add to unlock the magic because I was looking on your website and I did read that, and it starts out as unlock the magic. You have the magic within you to choose the creations you want to experience. Unlock it and walk a path of knowing one present step at a time. Awaken your dormant potential. I feel that's like such a powerful statement and... At the same time, so simple for people to understand that. Wow, look at mm-hmm. what I can move forward. You know? Yes,
1: yes, I and that's that. what I do. That's what I mm-hmm. do for people, and okay. and I and I love doing it. And for everyone, it's it's different. You know?
0: Right. Everyone's so different. I want to share an experience from this past weekend. Where, <clears throat> excuse me, I went to a, a weekend retreat. And the woman running it was uh, Wendy Lipton Dibner and her husband, Hal Dibner, who are both psychologists and business professionals. And what they did, the first step was, okay, what are your business skills? What do you want to achieve in your business? What are your dreams in life? And then after we got that figured out, then they helped us figure what is holding us back. So uh-huh. is that something that you do, you figure out what's holding people back? Yeah,
1: I I know right, I pretty much know right away, um, <laughs> but helping them figure it out, yeah. And the answer, the answer, Catherine, is so much simpler than people think. Um, we have these blockages, if you will, that hold uh-huh. us back. Right. And... One of the, but you, but I mean, and you could look, you could take any kind of psychological course or coaching in such a way, and you know, they ask different questions, and those questions say, okay, you know, your blockages, you don't feel worthy, or you don't feel right, tired or this or that, right? So we, we've exactly. seen that, we've seen people, we've seen this all over the web. But I'm going to tell you wholeheartedly, the number one thing that is blocking anyone from any success in any area of their life is they do not know who they are. That's the first core thing that needs to be done. You need to discover that. And that is, that's what sets me apart. I go through Um, the core.
0: That's what we did. We found out who my little girl was and how she was affecting my life. Exactly. And it was a big aha moment, and it was like, oh, my goodness. My little Mm -hmm. girl made herself invisible, and because of it, didn't know how to interact with people. So now I'm making that change, and little by little, especially by doing the podcast, is... I'm breaking out of that, and I'm able to share with others because I recognize that.
1: Good so, for you. Because yeah. you need to know your who before your what. Um, the yes. what follows right behind it, as soon as you know your who. And when you say your little girl, I love that. That's very, very sweet. Do you mean, is that what is known as your inner child? Yes. Yeah, exactly. that's very sweet. I never heard it put that way. That's very cute. Um, you know. know, there are always these things. Yeah, I love it. There's always these two curious questions that many of us have. Many people have. Who am I? And does God exist? Right? You know? Mm -hmm. And if there was no who, what if there was no who? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I I, I have a chapter called Who Am I in Truth of Triumph, and it gets very deep, and a bit on a metaphysical level. Um, What I propose or what I ask is, you know, what if we... What if there was no who? What if uh, you can imagine that we were made up of many constantly transitioning selves all connected with each other? I mean, it's 2018, right, Catherine? Mm-hmm. So we all know, we've all aware, been, aw- uh, been made aware through science and through spiritual teaching for thousands of years, but now science has now paralleled and has said, yes, This is correct. So we all know, we've all been made aware that we're all connected on this vast uh, energy field, but we're all connected in the same energy field,
0: right? Exactly.
1: So that said, it's constantly transitioning, changing. And and what if the essence of our very souls were made up of a myriad of elements that, you know, and and not just one? So a lot of what I do is... um, again, when I was describing what your truth is and what, what's absolute
0: right. is,
1: is explaining the difference between you seeing yourself as you in this body, you know, this vehicle that houses the soul, so to speak. And also right. you, you know, um, just looking, starting to, starting to see yourself from soul level, right. you know, um, and, um, a, a big part of that is, yes, starting to do that self-inquiry, starting to um, really uh, explore your inner child, uh, like, like you were saying. And, but really, it's letting go of that linear concept of thinking and allowing the multidimensional concept as your new reality. Because when you come into awareness, and this awareness and you see that you're so much more than this vehicle this this body that houses a soul the potential is there to unlock anything and everything your heart desires because you'll be in this harmonious matrimony that's what i call it harmonious matrimony with yourself and your inner child and this is the relationship that we want to strive for because it is our divine connection to oneness to god if you don't use the word God, uh, call it whatever you want. No matter what you do, whatever you label it, it doesn't matter. The point is you need to do that in a work. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. I want to shift mm-hmm. a little bit real fast because we're running short on time, and mm-hmm. I wanted to give a quick opinion on this. So just out of that retreat, I'm on a new journey of organization. It's been a big okay, it's a it's a big factor in overcoming some of my mental illness symptoms. It's held mm-hmm. me back too long, and I'm ready to move forward on it. So my clutter itself has caused havoc in my life, where the overwhelm is just too much to bear and keep going forward with it.
1: So mm-hmm. just
0: yesterday, I started sorting through my office, and I already feel some relief, but the part of this journey that is going to be very important is to investigate why can't I let things go?
1: Okay. Do you have any
0: thoughts on that? I do. Okay.
1: I do. And uh, interesting, I worked with a woman someone uh, in England uh, that also has a clutter issue.
0: Okay.
1: Um, now... <clears throat> Uh, first of all, uh, the thoughts that are saying, why can't you let things go? Why can't you let things go?
0: So first Mm -hmm. I want
1: you to start to look at, you know, uh, the thoughts that are in your mind.
0: Okay.
1: And, uh, and start to shift and actually change the thoughts because the thoughts will, they're going to sabotage you. Um, just let these thoughts go. Be aware that those thoughts are there. Okay. You're thinking, why can't I do this? You're thinking, you know, or you're thinking, I just can't let things go. All right, fine. Be aware that they're there. And once you see that these thoughts are there, let the thoughts go. And then remember that the mind can be a blessing or a curse, right? It can be a wonderful servant or a terrible master. So when we let go of desire and thought, the identification of desirous thoughts, there'll be this sense of freedom. The same thing with letting go of of specific things. Um,
0: you know, uh,
1: after all, uh, how do I put this? Um, our natural being, our innate self, if you will, is to be without need. This is true peace, Catherine. And and I believe that we are truly rich when we want for nothing, even from God. Because at this point in life, uh, after you've experienced whatever you've experienced, and I don't know really uh, your story, but I'm sure you've had a few disasters of your own. Yes. It's time now today to come to that realization that nothing is forever and everything is for a while. I say this all the time. I say it in Truth to Triumph. I say it when I speak, I say it when I, you know, anything that I'm writing. Nothing is forever and everything (laughs) is for a while. This is truth and this is freedom. Same thing with these things in your life, knowing, knowing this really gives you the power back, empowers you to the only thing that is real and the only thing that is real is this present moment and you in this present moment. So knowing this allows you to live in love and not fear. so these are your only two choices, right? Love or fear, which I mentioned earlier. Right. So when you let right. go of the mental noise and those conditioned mind patterns that have been running your life, you begin to release all hindrance or restraints that have been stopping you from from you know, embracing the true reflection of life itself, of you. Life itself love. Life itself is love not want. Life itself is being, not wanting to become. Life itself is is not needing you know as opposed to not not feeling like you want to let go of things you know life itself can only be now so try and focus on on that you know that's a big thing when i say yeah, we really if you could really even write this on you know really big on you know a, a huge piece of paper somewhere everywhere somewhere where you can hang it where you're there all the time in your kitchen, on your refrigerator, on your mirror, in your bathroom, um, next to your bed, and just write, you know, my natural self is to be without need. My natural being is to be without need. Um, and, and, And start changing the thoughts in your mind and continuously affirm this. I am happy with who I am in the now and my natural self is to be without need. and you start and start to get rid of things start to put them in boxes and get rid of them, give them away, less other people, put them to the curb. People drive by, they'll take things from the curb as well. You don't need to start giving yourself excuses of, well, who can I donate this to who really needs it? You got to get out of that cycle. Because that's what most people, when they really collect clutter, that's what they do. Forget about it. Leave that up to the universe. Your job is to take care of you. The universe will bless whoever it is that you, you know, that needs whatever it is you put out to the street or you give to the Salvation Army or or wherever. That's what you need to do. And you could could do it.
0: Part of my problem with putting it out to the curb is, oh, my God, it's just going to waste. but. Yeah, we do have people in the neighborhood that will take it. I I didn't think of it was that way. Thank you. Of course, of course. And and,
1: uh, and and Catherine, the garbage men take things for their families too. Oh,
0: that's true. That's true.
1: Yeah. Okay. I remember when I was moving, I gave away everything I had. So much stuff, okay. and none of it mattered anymore. None of it was making, none of it, none of it apparently brought me peace and happiness. I was ready to just want nothing. I wanted for nothing. I just wanted to love myself, feel love, express love, and I wanted to be happy in that place without anything, without wanting for anything. It was so freeing. I cannot cannot even tell you. Even to the point when I had moved, there was very little that I moved with. And I remember, uh, you know, I had a, there were huge things that had to go out to the curb. And I remember okay. uh, asking the moving people. I said, um, you know, I'm just going to put that out to the curb. And they said, we're not allowed to put it out to the curb. You know, that's not part of our job. And I said, okay. Now, I could take that two ways. I could either get angry or I could mm-hmm. still continue to pour out love. I said, okay. I said, uh. Does anyone here want it for their family? It was a huge, it was a, you know, this really big sectional, you know, couch and sofa and it was huge. They looked at each other. Yeah, yeah. And one of them said, actually, yeah, I could really use that. Okay. I said, fine. Yeah. I said, well, do what you feel you need to take that for your family and (laughs) they took care of it, (laughs) you know, but um, don't let that be your worry. Your worry is not, you you need to trust the universe. So just get rid of it. And if you feel that you're going to go back out to the street and pick, pick things out and bring it back into the house, then you're laughing. See, then you have to, I work with people like this. I understand. Uh, Then, then you need to put everything in boxes, put it in the car, stuff your car with everything, stuff your trunk with everything, go to a physical place, drop it off. You know, uh, there's a lot of different places in the suburbs, uh, Salvation Army and um, Good News. Yeah. Or I just, just a lot of different places. Drop it off, get your receipt for your tax deduction, and drive away. Right. You're, I, I want you to call me and tell me how good you felt after you did that.
0: I will, for sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what I, I just told One my time. husband that yesterday. I said, part of my problem is I put it by the front door to get rid of. And then when I walk past it again it's like, oh no, I have to go back inside again. See,
1: See, I already knew that and I don't even know you.
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: how funny. Yeah. Yes it
0: is. It really is. Well this has been so much fun and I wish we could keep on going but
1: Thank you. um, Thank you for the time and it has been fun for sure. Absolutely. Yes.
0: So another thing I want to ask is what advice you would give to a new entrepreneur. Um, especially, I guess, in
1: the field of spirituality? It would really depend on, um, you know, what they were looking to achieve, Um, but, um, you know, and depending on what they're, how far they are along with their career. So if they're Mm. just opening, you know, starting a new business, um, as far as spirituality goes, the first thing that I would the first thing that I would work with them is just to make sure that they know who they are and what their purpose is and does, does what they're doing um, is what they're doing, going to be guided by their purpose. Because again, I always say your career is not your purpose, but it's guided by your purpose. So a lot of what yeah. I do, uh, spiritual wise, uh, it is, is starting with that, which is a very, is a core thing.
0: Okay. And, yeah, that is very powerful. Thank you. Um, so what have been some of your greatest rewards, both in life and business?
1: Oh, let's see. Well, I know that my greatest uh, accomplishment in in life was when I was on Star Search with Ed McMahon. Um, I know... Um, I don't know if this is a reward, but I feel very, very blessed every single day of my life um, to, you know, have uh, given birth to my son and, you know, raising him and seeing him grow into the young man that he is. Very blessed. uh, So um, that's more of a blessing and also a, a feeling of gratitude. Um, and um, rewards you know with my businesses when I I had um, three franchises that I was running while raising my child uh, for 10 years and um, I was very blessed with those as well I did very very well Um, I opened one six months later a second one six months later a third one and uh, I was really um, doing phenomenal I was earning lots of money <laughs> and uh, I didn't even realize it I didn't even realize it because I was so busy working uh, I, right. I didn't know and I was so busy in, enjoying what I was doing and uh, yes. and that's the beauty that's the beauty of it that's what we want to do we want to want to love what we do while we're doing it you know
0: yes exactly and the same woman that I was working with on the weekend, um, the name of one of her books is Focus on Impact, and that's exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You look at the impact it's going to make in the world to make it a better place. Oh, yes. I am, I am
1: all in, Catherine, to reach the masses. That is my goal. Mm-hmm. I want to reach the masses, and um, my, my, my mission uh, my bottom line mission truly is to create this self-love culture around the globe, and that's what we need to do. And that's my mission.
0: That is beautiful, Lily. I I really love that mission. Thank you.
1: Thank you. You're it's welcome. Exciting to be here today. Can, yeah. Yes. Can we? Yes. Uh, can may May I invite people to? Um, to find out where they can get a hold of a copy of Truth to Triumph and I also have some free uh, a free offering on my website that I would love your listeners to take uh, advantage of
0: That was going to be my next question go ahead please
1: fabulous great so uh, of course you can get my book truth to triumph a spiritual guide to finding your truth at Amazon.com, it is available internationally. So no matter where you're listening from, you can just get it from Amazon.com. Um, if anyone's in the U.S. they want a copy, that's personally autographed by me. If that's something that they're into, that's fine, too. They can always go to my website, and they can get it off of there. Uh, my website, lilysanders.live, that's L-I-L-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S. L I V E lilysanders.live. Uh, basically, if you go on my website, you can kind of get to everything that I'm that I'm offering, including the Amazon.com uh, link for Truth to Triumph is also on my website. So go to my website. I encourage all the you know listeners to pick up a copy of Truth to Triumph. Uh, and when you're on my website, scroll down. I've got uh, a free ebook on my site uh called soul bread daily affirmations that feeds the soul a very very uh practical um easy to use it's going to be downloadable uh every day i've always wanted to write a book of affirmations so i i finally had that uh, i just did it and i'm really excited to have people download i have people downloading it every day it's just 12 affirmations Um, Very practical and very powerful in transforming your life. Um, Also, um, go on my speaking page if there's any groups out there that are looking to get, uh, you know, some insight or book a speaking engagement, Um, you know, whether it's, you know, school districts, universities, uh, co-parenting groups, separation divorce groups, uh, foster care um, Fortune 500 companies, church groups, you name it. Domestic violence coalition to um, so get on that speaking page and definitely reach out to me and um, you can schedule an engagement there as well. Same thing on my website. You can contact me for coaching and for healing sessions.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you for all your offers. Um, I'm looking forward to looking into the ebook and also. Your book is next on my list to read because it sounds really powerful and um, supportive of other people. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. And it was really amazing to be here. You are such a doll and I wanna hear I wanna hear how you did with uh with your clutter. So you reach out to Thank
0: me. You. Yes, I will <laughs> let you know that. Um and I really love talking with you and I know that there's more to We'll also share, so I would like to invite you back again in a few months that we can add to what we already talked about.
1: That would be wonderful. You let me know when we'll make it happen.
0: Thank you, Lily. Thank so, you. Thanks for having me. Yes, I just have one more question for you before we sign off. What Thank is you. one thing a listener should walk away with your talk today?
1: That is a great question. Okay. I'm going to give everyone one thing that I'd like them to walk away with. That is when we hold on to our dreams and we never let them go, they really can happen. But we cannot just dream about it in our minds. Okay. We have to hold on to the love and the passion that we have for something and use that as a catapult that takes us into the very steps that we need to manifest everything in our life that we desire and you could do it.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And thank you so to all the listeners. You. I'm sorry?
1: And thank you to all the listeners. I appreciate I appreciate it.
0: Oh, yes, for sure. And thank you, Lily, for sharing with us today. I really did enjoy learning from you. You have a lot of powerful um, information, and in our talk... You made it very easy to understand where um, I feel that's something very big nowadays that some people listen and say, I have no idea what they're talking about. But you, Lily, made such a great impact. Thank you again.
1: My pleasure. Love you dearly. We'll talk soon.
0: Yes. So everyone listening, thank you so much for your time and listening to everything Lily had to share. If you like this episode of The Celestial Spoon, Please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance in their lives. As a reminder, you can check out my info on my website at www.KatherineMLab.com. I offer a free report on receiving messages from beyond. If you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can find that information on my programs and readings page. We can talk on the phone, through Skype, email, or if you're local to Lake Run Concern in New York in person. And again, you can find Lily at www.lilysanders.live, L-I-V-E. And remember, you can receive that free ebook download and also learn more about Lily and how to work with her. This is Katherine Lamb. Have a wonderfully blessed day.